dreams? It's time to wake up, dude. I had a dream about that girl again. I didn't care the first time you told me. I care even less now. Toronto, Canada. Not too long ago. Hey. Wanna go out sometime? You wanna go on a date with me? Ramona Flowers has seven evil exes, all of whom you must defeat in order to date her. What? Hello, welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch spoiler cast for the animated series Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. I'm Ashley Hobley. Join me today, Dylan Blight. Sorry, I swore. Hello. Terrible. <laughs> Yeah, so we're talking about the new series based on the Brian O'Malley series of uh, comic books, uh, which was then adapted into a movie uh, by directed by Edgar Wright, to having an all-star cast, who pretty much all have come back to do this animated series, despite all going on to varying degrees of stardom since that movie came out yeah, in 2010. 10 years ago, so that's crazy. Yes. Uh Dylan, what what are your feelings about Scott Pilgrim as a franchise prior to this, you know? Um, so series? I read all the I'd read all the comics prior to the movie. I I I well I wasn't reading them as they come out. I sort of when the Scott Pilgrim movie was announced, I was like, that sounds cool. So I caught up then, like twenty nineteen or whatever. Um, loved all of those. Loved the movie. It was like one of my favorite movies um, the year it came out, if not my favorite movie came out. Um, the game came out, and I was like one of the best games of that year amazing soundtrack everything so i'd say like super into love scott pilgrim however and the reason i wasn't super excited for this is i definitely feel like as i got older more and more anytime i saw jokes and memes and references to scott pilgrim i was like i just didn't vibe with them as much i'm like i'm just getting old like i feel like this the 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 jokes and references and all that sort of stuff like whatever from scott pilgrim like it's not like i'm like this is trash now like not not that yeah. it's just i'm like it's not it's not vibing with me i'm not in as in love with this as i i was at the time so the discourse around this, the movie changed or like the franchise changed i guess because like, the, you the people who more... loved it got older <laughs> like, yeah um yeah, like obviously, I also love the the film. I think I've watched that. I think I read the comics because the movie was coming out, and like it's like it's a fantastic trailer. So I'm gonna read all these. Um, I listened to the soundtrack before I went to watch the movie because I was that excited to go see it um, and that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, love all that. I it's been interesting. Like obviously, in the years since, like um, just the discourse around it, like. Um, people looking for their Ramona flowers and like anybody who's got like any girl who has colored hair constantly being referred to as Ramona flowers uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, and then just like people not liking the movie I've seen more of since in the years since like, and this is, um, remember this is a movie that I guess technically bombed. <laughs> it did not perform very well at the cinemas um, box office wise, but obviously had, developed a cult following or like a devoted fan base and that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I was still very excited to watch this coming out, but um, was not expecting what it actually is. So yeah, yeah. let's get into it. Um, please be aware. We'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the series. Uh, and I guess the movie 
from 2010 and the comic the books comics. probably. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't watched and read that stuff, come back later. With that said, let's jump into a discussion of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Animated by Science Saru, developed by Brian Lee O'Malley and Ben David Grabinski, written by Brian Lee O'Malley and David Grabinski, based on Scott Pilgrim by Brian Lee O'Malley, starring Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Satya Baba, Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson, Alison Pill, Aubrey Plaza, Brandon Routh, Jason Swarsman, Johnny Simmons, Mark Webber, May Whitman and Ellen Wong. Scott Pilgrim meets the girl of his dreams, Ramona Flowers, and discovers he must defeat her seven evil exes in order to date her. But this time, things get more complicated. Dylan, you've got a review up for Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, uh, which you said, Here I began, all in lesbians, with the Scott Pilgrim world and characters all over again. And gave it the 9 out of 10. So what did you think of Scott Pilgrim Takes I'll Off? I'll tell you what, I think that review was very hard to write about spoiling the series. Yes. Sometimes you just sit down and smash out a review. Other times I'm like, nope. Uh, How do I word this? How do I say without... I like this without, yeah. How do I talk about vaguely why it's good without actually ruining it? Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, very, very good. I think everything I was saying before is so important to set up why I liked it because it definitely feels like it's not a thing of like the fan base turning on it and being like, no. this is bad now. It's just they grew older and I grew older and whatever. But no, I just think product, people looked at it with a more critical and mature eye mature eye yeah like yeah. everybody grew up 10 years and was like yeah. the society has progressed forward yeah. or certain segments of society have progressed forward so things but, may not have aged as well as they yeah could have but this yeah. is the only show movie whatever legacy sequel type thing i can legacy reboot well, i don't know whatever we call it reboot re-sequel um thing I can think of that has actually head on feels like the creator and the creator is the same person who did the original product. So it's not even like someone else is coming in, but the creator is, is well aware of the discussion points that have been brought up around Scott, um, Ramona, like all the, the, the knives, whatever else throughout the, the history of Scott Pilgrim and gone. Yep. Nah, you're right. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> So, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. No, I totally get that. That's cool. He's like the rest of it, though, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, the rest is great. Oh, yeah, cool. So it's just, you know, because this, it's really weird. This, this whole series, I don't actually know how enjoyable this would be if you haven't watched either the movie or have read the comics. Because even though it's like a completely new story, it is also just within this, it's set during a world where it, it's very reliant on the audience having watched or knowledge. knowing the original story for it to work. I think it would work, but again, like a lot of stuff that we've like everything in the museum and a whole bunch of other stuff, you'll feel like you're missing something, I guess. Yeah. But uh, not in that sort of MCU way is that it's, it's not like you're missing an Easter egg. It's, no, it's but like with the current, like if you went into the marbles without having seen WandaVision or Captain Marvel or like Ms. Marvel, you would feel like you're yeah. missing something. I think it's a similar kind of feeling here, kinda. but you could still see it because I feel like there is enough of a narrative story to get you through. Yeah. It'd just be odd. The movie thing that they keep bringing up and like how, you know, mentions of him beating all the other exes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause I like, coming into this, I was like, 
Scott's kind of just a, like that character when it, when the movie came out, I was like, yeah, slacker dude vibes. Like I, I could vibe with that, right? <laughs> I could get down. The, when the movie originally came out, twenty ten, I was eighteen, right? Yeah, I was eighteen when it came out. I could I could vibe with Scott as a character. Um, now not so much. You know, I'm what twenty three years old or whatever it is. You know, so the the thirteen years old. Sorry, fucking. Um, the the movie and that character are just completely different and this show just straight away completely pushes Scott to the side which is the funniest thing makes Ramona the star <laughs> like a detective basically gives all the other side characters way more things to do um, suddenly it's not about just beating up all these evil exes to win a girl because the girl's the prize it's like the girl's sitting down and talking to characters and like working out past traumas and stuff like it is I don't think I could have ever described, like if someone was like, well, what, if it's not, if this animated series isn't just the same story, what would you have it be about? I would have been like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you would give me something I'd like, but somehow this is also the weirdest thing I've watched this year. And I have no idea how they got this green lit or like kept it a secret or anything like that. But each episode I'll just start and it'll just be like, it's almost, it was just a fever dream of like, I don't know how the fuck, they wrote or made this like it was just so <laughs> such a weird experience but yes i loved it obviously nine out of ten yeah so, long story short yeah i agree i i loved it as well i'd uh i might be even like a 9.5 10 it's oh. like fantastic yeah not that it matters it's also magic <laughs> um but it is the it it's really a sequel i guess kind of well yeah, yeah. kind of yeah, legacy sequel thing i mean yeah, it. I mean, technically, it is a sequel because you know the events of the first movie do actually happen, or the comic books do happen. It's just you know, then the future Scott goes back and then changes time, and we just it, start the thing at a certain time point, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think fantastic. Like how they've managed to pull this off is crazy. Like <laughs> the story they've decided to make, which I'm sure will rub diehard fans who wanted a faithful adaptation the wrong way but i think what we get here had is much but the movie is a faithful adaptation for the mm. most part the movie is a very faithful adaptation i mean you know there's still it's a like large 90%. Part. i mean you've still got the comic books so yeah. you've got the source and material they just, and there. they colored those in and that's a very faithful yeah that's that's cool and they're in hardcover so you can yeah. Just, yeah. yeah i do want to one day get the hardcover color for copies I, of the, yeah yeah i've so. often looked at them just to collect the collector's item but yeah it's a cool thing on the wall um but yeah, I think, you know, it's beautifully animated as well, even though, you know, uh, I think you write an article like it from the trailers and that kind of stuff. It just kind of looked a bit odd mm. beforehand, but like watching it fully, it's like, yeah, they get they nailed everything, the little fun, like sound effects and everything. And just uh, where they take a bunch of the different characters, I think it's really interesting. So um, we might as well just hit on the, the key point. Episode one, episode one, super faithful most the most kind of, <laughs> mostly faithful adaptation um i think going in we also discussed like the pacing being interesting compared to the movie and obviously it was that was the first vibe that it was not going to be the movie like it was paced differently it was much slower and like hitting some of the key points like it wasn't obviously i guess the first movie kind of just adapts the first novel graphic novel um mm. So there wasn't the necessity to shove six movies worth of content in one 
one movie that was in the case of the movie, so you could take your time a little bit more. But also, Edgar Wright was executive producing, but he wasn't directly involved in the production and the directing of this. So it was always going to have a different pace to it. Um, but then you get to the end of the episode, and Scott Pilgrim seemingly dies. What was your instant he t- reaction? To- he took off. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, yeah, he did take he, off. He takes off. Yeah. What was your reaction to that? Well, as a, yeah, my reaction was that's different. Like maybe this is a swerve, right? That, that, <laughs> maybe I, this I, is a swerve. I was being a bit naive. I was like, okay, like so they're, they're changing up a little bit. Maybe it's just a little. They're adding this little weird subplot. Oh, next episode he's going to have episode, like an extra life or something, and yep. yeah, something like just that. A I, I, yeah, yeah, I assumed it would be some weird thing with like, oh, extra life or someone does something. Yeah. yeah. At first episode ends, I wasn't too. I was like, yeah, that's a little bit different, but whatever. Second episode, I'm about ten minutes in, and I go, "No, we're at a, a funeral. We're, we're <laughs> at a whole different road here." Um, that song starts getting sung. I'm like, "This is a new song. A new song. Is this funeral is not ringing any bells? This." Not bringing him back. But to be clear, that isn't a new song. It's just a, you know, new to the, the world of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I was like, yes. 10 minutes into that, and I was like, no, nah, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> okay. So, um, I paused, and I Googled. <laughs> <laughs> what is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off? Everyone says it's just the same description. Is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off a fa- faithful adaptation? I found all these interviews with people saying that, you know, it's just a, you know, reuniting the cast, blah, blah. Like, I could not find shit. Then I, I watched, like, another episode. So by the time I talked to you for the first time, <laughs> so I watched episode <laughs> three, and by now I'm like, this is just well off the tracks. Um, we're in a whole new world. And I got to record something of Ash at a time because I, yeah, I had screamers. It was Platt last week. Yeah. yeah. Was, was playing Platt. Oh, no, no, what, no it was something else. Platt or the something. Before, yeah. I come in and I go to Ash. Now, um... The, the Scott Pilgrim series, have they ever, like, said that it, like, wouldn't be a one-to-one faithful adaptation? I'm trying to be coy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. A little bit unsuccessfully, but... Because yeah. uh... I was confused. I was very much having that feeling of, have I missed something? Because I, I, I was like, there's no way they've made to keep this big of a difference a secret. But yeah, they did. But yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it is... One of the craziest, most bold swerves I think I've seen in, like, a franchise or, like, a known IP, you know? Mm. Um, because, yeah, everybody was kind of expecting a faithful adaptation yeah. based on... But, I mean, the trailers predominantly showed stuff from the first episode. Yep. There's, like, some small cuts to, like, other There's stuff. There's a couple but... of shots from, like, the last episode, actually, but, yeah. Because it's Ram- R- Ramona and Scott fighting, but you don't realize, yeah, realize what they're doing. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, you get to the end of the episode. He big beat Scott. Yeah. Uh, and then the next episode is like focused on all the different evil exes, like fighting over who should rule the evil exes and that kind of stuff. Um, Which is funny because the the show's first actual full on fight scene, not it doesn't have Scott in it at all. Yeah. He doesn't throw, he doesn't land a punch. It, it's crazy. I'm like, shit, it's crazy that Scott Pilgrim's the title of this, yep. <laughs> this show. It should when be, he is Ramona Flowers. Like, when it's like he's in not in he's only in like three episodes. Yep. Um But yeah, obviously, you know, from there Ramona realizes that, you know, 
or come to the belief that Scott has. Uh, it's not even till episode end of episode two that she realizes or comes to uh, the conclusion that Scott's yeah, right alive. Right at the end, she's like rewinds that footage. I was like, ah, no, no, she wakes up from the dream of no, that's right, like yeah. going through the the subspace tunnels. Subspace tunnels, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really was it. Who did you enjoy seeing fleshed out the most in this series? I mean, it's hard to go past Ramona. Oh, yeah. Because, well, yeah. Obviously, like, just comics and movies, she's just such a. She is the. She's a girl written and drawn to be like a nerdy guy, sort of. Like, and that's the thing. Like, she's just very much. She's like the. A, uh, what's the term? Pixie she's a manic pixie dream, dream Manic pixie dream girl, but for nerds. Is the is basically what she is. Very one note. Doesn't have much going on for her as a as a character, other than having a bunch of evil exes and and being a trauma. You know, <laughs> yeah, and trauma. Um, but in this, like fully fleshed out, like she's just, just such a more interesting character. And getting to see her that episode in particular, where she get like goes full detective. I loved and you know tracking down and everything. Like and she she's a character that interacts with every single character in the show. She's the she's the, the central figure. So. Um, it's hard to say anyone other than her. Um, but if I had to pick someone else, I would actually say young Neil. <laughs> Which is a very weird answer, but fuck me if I didn't enjoy young Neil in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Such an idiot, but so much fun. <laughs> I mean, you think of Scott and he is very dumb. Uh, but young Neil... It's like it's all the level. level. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, him believing that script was written by his paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you so know, good. hear him calling him go-karts. No, go my favorite part is when they go into the filming the movie and he's got sunglasses on. And he's like, it's just very dark and like it's a cinematic flavor. It's like, you've got sunglasses on. Oh, that would explain it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess for me, I really enjoyed Julie. I think you know, in the in the film and in the comics, she's like kind of a joke character and like and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know, get to flesh her out. Aubrey Plaza gets to give a bigger performance in this. Um, she's really fantastic. Um, yeah, I guess getting more Wallace is really fun because again, that was a perfect piece of casting and has proved a fantastic piece of casting with Kieran Culkin and his kind of whole arc of like going from the background of every situation. <laughs> it's very amusing. Um, and yeah, just delving into each of the evil exes and Ramona kind of like delving into her trauma and that kind of stuff, mm. uh, dealing with everything um, was really fantastic to watch. Like, uh, and it's so beautifully animated, like especially all the fight scenes. I think that that fight between Roxy and Ramona is so fantastically animated and so inventive, like fighting through a bunch of movies and that kind of stuff uh, is really cool. Uh, even the fight with uh, uh, Lucas, uh, Lucas Lee, or Luke Lee. I can't remember which. Yeah, Lucas Technically, Lee. like fighting. I love that they set up the, the ninja photographer, <laughs> paparazzi, yeah. like the episode before, and then just taking them all out. Just, yeah. I just, yeah, he like leaves his house, skateboards along the side of a building, and just like lands and takes out. And he's he's like got the thing popping up where he's getting points and coins for taking them out, like it's a game. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's just so many cool elements, and just like uh, delving into the backstories and like uh, you know 
I love the the documentary episode where they're going into the making of the film, and you know, uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, old Brandon Ruth's character is falling in love with falls in love with uh, Wallace. Hilarious. Just his react his reaction to uh, him not loving him was going to get gift. I think just smash his head constantly against the floor uh, with his vegan powers. Uh, yeah. It, it's just fantastic. And like, uh, because all these characters were interesting. It's just, we didn't get, never got enough time to kind of get to know them more, like see more of them. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the, the cast coming back? Cause I've seen some people like not think it's actually a great performance by the cast. I have no problem with a single person in this. I think they're all great. Yeah, I I no think Michael Sarah at the start maybe a little bit like maybe a little bit more subdued than I was expecting. Uh, but once you get maybe to... trying to redo that that same Scott from the movie, maybe he's purposely being directed to try, try and do it as much like, like the movie, which he's he's struggling with. But like by the time he gets to like to the like him talking to himself and everything, like all of that's like great. So yeah. Yeah, um, that yeah, I really enjoyed that. Although it's abundantly clearly clear also that this was obviously animated, but it's in anime. It's animated by a Japanese studio. In the credits, there is the Japanese voice cast also. Yeah, uh, you know, so I feel like they were the prime audience. I don't know. I don't know if it, who, who was it dubbed. It's definitely more American audience. Like it's an American. Like yeah, who was it dubbed to though? I don't know. It was dubbed to Japan. No, 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 no. Like, who was it lip sync to? My, them, the English cast. Mm. Was it there? Yeah, I'm going to say 100, 110%. If you say so. Uh, yeah. So what did you think of the mystery that played out of and the reveal that... I mean, i got to be honest, I, I did not... I could not have guessed. So, you know, <laughs> no complaints from me. Like, I, I'm watching the series going, oh... You know, they're going through the, the, the X's, and I'm like, fuck, is it really just going to be a twins? That's sort of boring. But then, then I was thinking, oh, maybe it's like a way to add more to the twins because they're sort of like a nothing boring character. Like, they don't have much. So, you know, making the big evil villain of this series is the, like, giving them such a moment and, you know, whatever. I was like, all right. So, like, as it got closer and closer to that last few episodes, I was whatever. Um, and then when it's revealed it was Scott himself from the future, I'm like, fuck, this is such a funny twist. Like, But it works so well. And again, it's just, yeah, playing into that version of Scott that yeah. from the movie and from the original comic who, as I was saying, like, is like, as I got older, I was like, that guy's kind of a dick. Like he's a, he's a dick. And I don't know why, like I liked him. Like, you know, the thing is he's, and I, I've seen people say he was never meant to be likable, which fine. Um, I definitely did think it's he was likable at the time, but yeah. Um, I think he's still likable. It's just, you know, he has a tendency to make dumb decisions. I don't think... Well, yeah, like, you know, people... I, I'm saying people think, like, he, he does all these terrible things, like, he does this... Like everybody like does. Yeah, yeah, But, like, yeah, I think... But again, the, the, the craziest thing about the show is it's the, the own creator having a new version of Scott who sounds and talks a lot more mature and acts a lot better and apologizes to people like knives within <laughs> the context of the actual thing, um, mm. um, which is great. I love that as well. Cause that's always been like such a, a weird iffy thing. That's part of the story. Like this knives chow, like dating thing, um, like has that part of it. Um, and he just fights this version of himself from basically the movie. Um, 
who's turned into an evil monster. It was great. Yeah. It's the future version of the movie version <laughs> yeah, of the character. Great. Voiced by Will Forte, who was a great yeah. choice. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Um, and yeah, just the, you know, seeing the future, <laughs> just the ridiculousness of the, the VR room. They're standing inside of a controller. Well, I don't think that was VR. I'm pretty sure that was just a pair of um, Nintendo oh, yeah. um, binoculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, VR, yeah. Things, it was just a VR headset or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and him still living in Wallace's basement, like all the mm-hmm. little fun touches. And then you know, it turns out that he could have been Ramona with Ramona the entire time, but he kind of, much like her, ran away from confrontation and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. This is just really this is a show about communication and how important it is. And talking through your issues with people, hmm. and again, it's what it's just funny to me because the, this the original movie in the comic book was targeted towards a certain age group, and now this just feels like it's targeted to those same people, but knowing that they're now like 30, 40. Hmm. Um, did you any did you see many of the little Easter eggs and that kind of stuff? Um, I mean, what sort of ones? I, I mean, the clear one is Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, this, yeah, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, um, we're, um, what's his fuck from Stranger Things? Um, Finn Wolfhard voices young. Uh, Scott so Pilgrim. yeah, like uh, the whole, in the, the screen, the notes, it was like, do not mention any of the voice, extra voice cast. Okay. And I was like the number one, weirdly, the top listed do not spoil thing. <laughs> I was like, okay. yeah. Yeah. Not the, we're changing the storyline at all. No, like they didn't mention that at all. It was just like, do not spoil that these people are voice, uh, guest voice actors. Like, okay. They just trusted you not to. <laughs> They'd be like, it's like what the fuck? Yeah, uh, yeah. Nick Frost and uh, Tom Pegg play security the guards. Security episodes, guards modeled on their Hot Fuzz characters, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, who then also in the last episode are eating Cornettos, yeah. which I think is is a nice touch. Good bit. Good bit. Um, I loved also that the director of the Scott Pilgrim film is Edgar Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just a silly. Um, very silly a little bit as well uh, the lead singer of Metric does the singing for Envy Adams in the, the church uh, which obviously you know Metric did a lot of music for Scott Pilgrim or like at least the Clash of the Demon Head mm. songs and that kind of stuff Main song, yeah. Um, and yeah there was a bunch of other little things I think you know references to other pop culture stuff but those are the main things that stuck out i think there's some other interesting voices um who else uh yeah just fun cameos like shannon woodward uh kobe halbass taste uh nelson franklin plays the documentarian uh, and he calls played one of the played another character in the movie from memory uh Lots of fun little cameos and that kind of stuff, yeah. My f- favorite just w- thing that happened with this, it's not like trivia or anything so much as a fact, but just the fact that the soundtrack is a mix of so many... There's a part, the song that kicks in, in the final fight in episode eight, is one of the main like epic songs from the, the Scott Pilgrim, the, the game. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, this fucking song. Like, because that, that soundtrack for that game, I, I've always liked being like, this soundtrack is like just one of the best original video game soundtracks, I swear to fucking God. Um, and they like reuse some of those songs in this. I thought it was so good. You never played that game, did you? No, I never. I played the living fuck out of it. <laughs> like, yeah. so much. It sounds like it. Uh, yeah, did you have a favorite fight sequence? 
That's hard, eh? I honestly feel like the first one, to be honest. It was such a shocking thing at the time. What, the... Um, Gideon versus... Matthew Patel? Uh, Matthew Patel, yeah. Yeah, because at, at that point, you knew everything was going to change. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Matthew Patel's um, going to get his ass kicked here in a second. Then when he beats Gideon, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, can I talk about how much I love Gideon in this? Um, falling down on his luck. Um, and just being a sad boy. <laughs> Living in Julie Power's house. What's his name? Um, uh, something Goose. Goose. Something Goose or whatever, yeah. So funny. Uh, Gordon Goose. Gordon Goose. He's like, I'm no longer getting Graves. I'm just Gordon Goose. Yeah. <laughs> just love the way his character's flesh out also. And then the episode people, where no, 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 no. People said, uh, people thought I had no fear. Because I always wear no, those, those, those no fear shirts. <laughs> and then the, the fact that he's wearing the no fear shirt, and then he gets Lucas wearing the no fear shirt. I was like, that's so good. <laughs> I, love, I love the segment of them being best buds <laughs> yeah. uh, in the house. But what and... seems like weeks is like an hour. We've got for nine fucking minutes. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 house. We're on the skate ramp inside. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to discuss about Scott Pilgrim takes off? Do we get a second season? I feel like they they obviously leave it over for a second season that's highly dependent on how well this does. Um, and you know what? Fuck it. Sure. I'm down. Yeah. If they if they want to do a second season, if they've got ideas for second season, let's do it. But Yeah. Because the thing is, I honestly don't even feel like I would trust them to do something interesting because of how wild they went with this where i'm like okay so you do a second season of scott pilgrim takes off the first season even wasn't even really about scott pilgrim so you might as well just continue that trend because at this stage i'm like does the show even need to be about scott not really no it's just the world it's just the world of these characters so and there's enough of the other characters that i would care to see more about at this stage i'm like do i need to see more of scott not really like that's the point but also seeing this version of scott could be very interesting like, it could be, but I'm, I'm almost like, I don't know. Like, there's so many other characters that it's almost yeah. like all the evil exes. Do, right, do you so feel like there was any character that was underserved by this? Because I feel like the twins Knives still, was, Knives Knives is still could have got more, but she gets a lot more in this. Again, I feel like having I her think it's turn different. into an artist and turn like that thing, the joke about her just like learning an instrument in like two minutes really quickly, is yeah. very funny. Um, the fact that she becomes so close to, um, I can't remember the dude's name, whatever, the, the lead singer of the band. Stephen Seals. Stephen Seals. Becomes uh, real friends with him and uh, producer and all that sort of stuff. And they've just got like their band stuff their going. into writing a musical. <laughs> yeah. But like she said, their, their singing part at the end where they're doing the musical is very funny. Um, yeah. So I would say that Knives doesn't get as much as I feel like they could do with that character. And again, that's like, well, you could do a lot more of a second season, but I still feel like she gets way better character representation here than she done in the movie or the comic she's more than just the one note love scott character the the obsessive fangirl yeah she's way more than that so yeah i think it's fair but uh i also think uh scott's sister played by annie kendrick uh stacy barely gets anything in this which is weird because a ramona comes into the coffee shop where she is working and talks about her brother who just died yeah, and she, she just completely she's just ignores a, her. She's just a gossiper, you know? Like, gossiper. It's just odd. And she also gets top... She gets high billing. It's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> she's an anaconda. 
She is Anna Kendrick and deserves it, but it's it's still odd. <laughs> so many people, it's wild to think how many people in this voice cast, um, slash in the movie, who have gone on to, not say bigger, better things, but definitely bigger things. Yeah, I mean, Chris Pine went on to become, well, Chris Evans went to become Captain Chris America. Evans, <laughs> Brie Larson. Yeah. Anna Kendrick is even, obviously... Audrey Plaza is like way bigger of a name way than bigger she was when, when this came out. Kieran Culkin. Uh, Kieran Culkin. Yeah, obviously was a no one basically when this came out, I feel. Alison um, Pill. Alison Pill's gone New, on to do way better out. things. Like yeah. Yep. So like this whole cast is just so... And the fact they all came back, I think it's great. So. Yeah. Very exciting. All right. Let us know what you thought the Scott Pilgrim takes off. By going to explosion.com slash Twitter or jump to Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here, what do you want to watch? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchester. Leave us five stars. Anyone can leave five stars. Just tell people about the show. And if you've enjoyed this episode, thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our coffee page, explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until the next time, keep watching stuff, I guess.